If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. In the squadron, they called him Bullets. But we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Yes, it's Greg Kelly on Thanksgiving Day, and I am so thankful, thankful for so much, for so much stuff, for so much stuff, material and immaterial, stuff you can see, stuff you can't see. And uh, if you take stock I'm sure you're very grateful too for a lot of things. Uh, yeah, you know, it's always uh, look. If you don't think you have enough, talk to a rich person. Okay, talk to somebody. They're as miserable as anybody. You gotta appreciate what you have. That's the real trick. That is the trick. And uh, once you master that, life is a lot better. So, Thanksgiving, and um, I can I be gleeful about something? It's kind of mean. I don't like this about the human spirit, all right, but it's part of me, all right? It's 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 there. I can't help it, all right? But I'm kind of enjoying watching Eric Adams go down. I'm just I'm sorry. I uh I I just he never deserved to be the mayor. Absolutely not. His whole career based on lies, 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 lies and not doing anything, all right? Hanging around the police department, taking a paycheck while trying to under undermine the police department. Uh, under federal investigation, I said yesterday, I heard, you know what, this is big. It is big, 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 and in all likelihood, he will go down. He will be removed from office. He will have no choice. And uh, I think this is kind of reminiscent of what they did to uh, Cuomo, but worse, all right, a lot worse. Because, you know, even even for all the stuff Cuomo did, well, he did a lot. Uh, they never were serious about prosecuting him. They're very serious about prosecuting Eric Adams. And now this headline that has shocked even his, his supporters that he is being sued for, is it sexual assault or sexual harassment? Let's see here. The New York Post, they broke the story. And now everybody's got it. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, Eric. <laughs> Sorry, this is, uh, this is live in the big city. He's being sued. Oh, the, you know what? The, the editors there are now, you know, the, the New York Post has a big soft spot for Eric Adams. I don't understand why. Um, well, I understand one part of it. They were foolish enough to endorse him. Like, wow, he really is good. He really is good on law enforcement. No, he never was. He conned you guys. All right. He conned you guys and, uh, you fell for it. So he's being sued at, let's see here, he's got a New York City mayor accused of sexual assault in 1993. Um, mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, has been accused of sexual assault in a court filing submitted on late Wednesday. The summons against Adams alleges that the plaintiff was sexually assaulted by defendant Eric Adams in New York, New York in 1993, while they both worked for the city of New York. It was filed under the Adult Survivors Act, a New York state law which provided a one-year look-back window for adult sexual misconduct accusers to file lawsuits that previously would have been barred due to the statute of limitations. You know why they passed that law? 
so that maniac E. Jean Carroll could file a lawsuit against Donald Trump. You know who embraced it? The Democrat establishment, Kathy Hochul, Eric Adams. Eric Adams had gone through it. He's got a whole, he's got a litany going back years now of supporting accusers from way back when coming forward with absolutely no evidence and praising them. Christine Blasey Ford, you know, she's a hero. She should be listened to, all this kind of stuff. Uh, let's see here. Yesterday's verdict can't erase decades of abuse, but it is an important step towards accountability and justice, especially for black women. Well, I want to know the color of this person, the accuser. It doesn't really matter. Was she black? All right. Eric, you got to stand for it. you got to stand for justice for accusers, especially if they're black women accusers. Let's see here. Eric Adams says, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford showed incredible courage last week. Now's our chance to make our voices heard about Brett Kavanaugh's nomination. Call your senators. Hashtag believe survivors. Believe survivors, huh, Eric? Well, um, I'm going to have to believe this survivor, everything she's saying. Now, we don't have too much. Let's see here. Um, and why some of these lawsuits are coming forward right now. The uh, the act expires. What is today? Is today the 23rd or the 24th? It expires on the 24th. Tomorrow, right? The summons adds that concerns uh, that the concerns sexual assault, battery, and employment discrimination on the basis of plaintiffs' gender and sex, retaliation, hostile work environment, and intentional infliction of emotional distress. It, 1993, if this sounds too long ago, right? Remember, Christine Blasey Ford, her allegations were from, I believe, 1983. And the whole damn country stopped and watched her testify. Remember that? Um, e. Jean Carroll, her, her, we actually don't know because <laughs> she's, she can't remember if it was 1995 or 1996. Um, what's her cat's name again? <laughs> okay. Uh, this, this has a, a lot more specificity. All right. Asked about the allegation, the mayor does not know who this person is. There, uh, he, he's he's denying everything. The pre three page summons does not detail the alleged sexual assault. The Guardian is withholding the name of Adams as accuser as the allegation involves sexual assault. All right. So it's known. It's in the core papers, but media outlets are holding back for now. The summons also names the New York City Police Department's Transit Bureau. The New York City Police Department's Guardian Association, social organization, as defendants. Uh, the accuser's attorney is a woman named Megan Goddard. And she said, mm, Goddard Law, the law firm, is thankful for the Adult Survivors Act, which has given so many women the opportunity to seek justice. We are immensely proud of our clients and all the women who are seeking justice under the ASA, this new the Survivors Act. Kathy Hochul. They used it to get Trump. Now it's being used to get Adams. And it might just be used to get Joe Biden. <laughs> Tomorrow's not over yet. Uh, we are also thankful for the legislature. Yep. Uh, Maybe considering reopening the window because of so many victims of sexual assault are only finding out now about the ASA. Uh, the summons comes as mayor who was elected in 2021. Yeah, he was technically on the last day of school with 200,000 votes in a primary that nobody knew about. Faces scrutiny from the FBI, which is investigating his campaign. Its inquiry reportedly focuses on whether Adams's campaign unlawfully accepted money from the Turkish government in exchange for favors, such as pressuring the New York City Fire Department to speed up the opening of a Turkish consulate. There is a lot more they're looking at than that. On November 2nd, federal agents raided the home of Adams's top fundraiser, Brianna Suggs, seizing electronic devices and documents. The FBI also reportedly searched a Turkish Airlines executive's home as well as Brooklyn, a Brooklyn construction company owned by Turkish immigrants. 
And, uh, of course, they <laughs> took Adams's cell phone and iPad right from him. The FBI came up and took that stuff. So <clears throat> remember the law is a scam law. It is a scam law. I mean, there's a reason why you have a statute of limitations. It's it's very difficult to defend yourself from stuff that happened, you know, 30 years ago. How can you how can you defend yourself? How could Donald Trump reasonably have defended himself from E. Jean Carroll? But look at what they did. Look at what the media did. Look at what the judicial sta- establishment did. They elevated her. They sanctified her. Um, they suspended disbelief. They just suspended logic. And they went with this crackpot story. Because everything's fine to get Trump. Now I have a sense that, you know, this person, though, this person, because she's not trying to make a political point, maybe there's really something here. Eric's in a lot of trouble, and he won't be the mayor for much longer. Can't happen. And the green light has uh, been turned on, right? It's okay. He's fair game now. Now, people will say, well, he's only being targeted because he he went against the Biden administration on immigration. There was a lot more friction between Adams and the Biden administration. There was a lot about a lot of like kind of behind the scenes stuff, you know, office politics stuff, really. Uh, Immigration. This was just another way for him to get attention and to keep the New York Post impressed. I should say fooled. So what do we think? Huh? What do you think? I, um, wow. Let me know if you're hanging around on Thanksgiving. You know, a lot of people, uh, what time do we eat dinner on Thanksgiving? It's like weirdly early. Why is dinner so early on Thanksgiving? It's like, it's kind of like a version of brunch in the afternoon, right? It's kind of like a brunch. It's not, nobody has dinner at six o'clock. You have it at three o'clock. Why is dinner so early? On Thanksgiving, I have a feeling it has something to do with the pilgrims and the Indians. I'm going to find that out. Okay, there are many reasons, but primarily historically, dinner, mm, dinner became uh, came before supper. It makes a more relaxed day. It's simply tradition. It's more convenient for traveling guests and, of course, to watch football. That's it. Sitting down for an earlier dinner allows for guests to arrive earlier. Ooh, that makes sense. Sit down for the meal without a long intermission between arrival and dinner and allow time for the feast to settle in their systems before making their way home. I'm glad the Internet's amazing. It also allots a lot of time and people for dish duty shifts. Mm. Now, these are not official. These are not official. Let's see. Respect the host planning for the meal and find out when you're expected to arrive to eat as a group. If you arrive, if you are invited at 12 noon, don't arrive early. Give me a break. I know that stuff. What is the normal time for Thanksgiving dinner? According to the market research firm NPD Group, a little more than a third of Thanksgiving meals start between 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. And the peak time to start is 6. Well, that undermines my whole thing because I, I've always had it at 3 o'clock or 3.30. Granted, you show up and it does take a lo- it does take a little while for things to actually get underway. I would say 5. Uh, it is kind of a form of brunch, but that makes sense. People come, you know, you want to, um, um, you want to have something for them to do. Let that meal settle. What are you doing? Hey, Joe Biden right now is at a mansion that he does not own. He does own mansions, but for some reason on Thanksgiving, you know, when you went into politics in the early 1970s, you know what you get hooked on? Uh, corruption. (laughs) Uh, yeah, corruption and free stuff. And not having to ever, ever, ever pay the bill. Uh, a United States senator 
1973. J. Edgar Hoover, uh, I think he was still alive or he just died. Lyndon Baines Johnson was still around, right? This is before Watergate. It was a literally a license to steal, literally, if you became a U.S. senator. And Joe Biden became a U.S. senator all the way back then. So it's the free stuff. It's the special access. It's the sweetheart deals. That's the way it's done. And he has not changed his act. Going to this house, would you go borrow somebody's house on Thanksgiving? Would you just, if you're invited somewhere, that's one thing, by a friend, a family member, right? That's okay. That's fine. Uh, maybe even stay overnight. But the arrangement right now is Joe Biden is at somebody's house, a guy named David Rubenstein. He's a billionaire, a multi-billionaire. He has a $40 million house in Martha's Vineyard. And Joe and Hunter and Jill and Ashley and Naomi and uh, what's the other one with the funny name? Finnegan. <laughs> They're all there right now. And no David Rubenstein. Why in the hell would you do that? He's got the White House. He's got Camp David. He can go to any military base in the country and be treated like a king. He could actually, you know, if you want to go to Martha's Vineyard so bad, go stay at Barack Obama's house. Weren't you guys supposed to be buddy-buddy? Go stay there. Why would he go there? Number one, he has a taste for the finer things. Joe has a, and you can look at this throughout his career, he's always bitching about money, but he was dressed to the nines and had a mansion owned by the Rockefellers. How did he do it? By cutting corners. More than by cutting corners, just straight-out corruption. Straight-out, show me the money. He's at David Rubenstein's house, and David Rubenstein isn't there. It's If anything else, it's just rude. So unpresidential. He's got all of this stuff, the White House. He's got the Wilmington House. He's got the Wilmington Beach House. He's got a mansion in McLean, Virginia. Doesn't he have relatives or something that go to one of their houses? If you got to go somewhere, so they're all going up to David Rubin. Now, who is David Rubenstein? Have you ever seen him? He's got a show on Channel 13. What a piece of work this dude is. He looks like an unmade bed, first of all. All right. He's very sloppy, and that's fine. But he puts himself, he's a host of a TV show. Host of a TV show. And it's called Peer to Peer Conversations. And you know who he sits down with? Like the most famous people and richest people he can get. You know, Bezos has been on his show. Uh, back in the day, Steve Jobs was on his show. Peer to peer. I, I, you're a visionary, David Rubenstein? It, no, he's a swamp guy who got lucky. He started out as a speechwriter for Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. And then he just hung around the swamp. And he starts a little you know, venture capital, but it's all government related. And he's a billionaire. Anyway, what a stinky system. What a terrible, terrible system. And he's not the only one. You you show up. You show up with uh, average ability in Washington, D.C. when you're 22 years old and you stay with it. You will be a multi-multi-millionaire. Who remembers Joe Lockhart? He was the president. Hey, wait, 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 wait. we got to turn the TV on to Channel 11 right now, please. Oh, why do we have MSNBC? Did you know there's a Honeymooners marathon going on? I've seen them all a million times, but every time they play it on live TV, I must be a part of it. I'm going to find the remote control, and I'll be right back. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. 
The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Wow. Um, we have Thanksgiving right here at the radio station. They have uh, – it, 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 it's better than it sounds. They have trays, trays of food, like like uh, pre-packed uh, meals, right? But they are awesome. Awesome. Why don't we eat like this all the time? Sweet potatoes, yams. These are the best. I only have them once a year. Maybe Christmas too. So amazing. Uh, John and Margo, Katsimatidis, the whole team here. Chad Lopez, the rest. Oh, wow. What a, what a well-managed operation. And they take care of the people very, very beautifully. This is, wow. Now, what are the, can I have seconds, you think? I don't know about that. Because they're only in, you know, I don't know. It's a skeleton crew here right now. Hey, um, do you mind? My, my daughter right now is at the parade. My daughters, Annalise, and Madeline, Madeline's one, Annalise is three. You want to hear a conversation I had with a three-year-old? Is she coming all, is, the, the, is she good or what with the language? She's three. All right, here we go. Uh, let's see, where is this? Cut 27, please. A little conversation I had just a little while ago. And when I was a baby, I wanted cookies. Yes, that's, you don't, well, you don't, do you want cookies now? Because I'm too much cookies for me or my tummy hurt. Yes, that will happen. Hmm. Tell me more. But a long time ago, I was a baby. How long ago? Like a few hundred hours. A few hundred hours? It was a long time ago. Isn't that yeah. great? And I liked Shaza. And what? I liked Shaza, and I went in the kitchen sink. You went in the kitchen sink? Why were you in the kitchen sink? Because I was a baby. That's right, of course. What we can hold the there. She, that's where we. That's that's where you take a bath when you're a baby, right? It's funny the, the memory she has. I, how could she remember that? She really was a little, 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 little tyke. How long ago was this? Hundreds of hours. Keep going, please. Kitchen sink? Why were you in the kitchen sink? Because I was a baby. What happened in the kitchen sink? I just had a dream in, about when I was a baby. Mm, and you're not a baby anymore? What? Are you a baby? Mm-mm. What? How old are you? I'm free. Hmm. Okay. When did you stop being a baby? When I just grew and grew and grew. Now tell me more about you. What would you like to know? <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> what the monster did. So the monster ran away. I punched him right in the nose and he oh, ran this, away. This part, she has, we were talking earlier about a dream that I had. But I take it a little bit too far and then I reevaluate. He crying. And you know what? I felt a little bit sorry for the monster. I was sad for the monster. Why? Well, the monster isn't all bad. He's a little bit bad, but he's not all bad. Uh-oh. 
There's a little bit of good in everybody, even monsters. Uh, maybe I don't know about even that. Never mind. Even I keep you safe from monsters. Who does? I keep you safe from monsters. Yes, you do, and thank you so much. Let's pretend there's a monster. Oh, my God, there's a monster. Watch All out. Right. <laughs> it goes on like this. It goes on like this. Yeah, I, I, I totally dialed that back. Well, there's, you know, sometimes you're supposed to think you're supposed to give them a lesson with just about every, you know what I mean? Everything's got to be a lesson. Not everything has to be a lesson, right? So I was trying to them, there's monsters, you know, some of them. No, let's just accept monsters are bad. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you, Annalise. Let's talk about you. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know, technology is a wonderful thing, right? We are making such strides. But sometimes we make we make too many strides and we we forget about the basics. I'm looking at four beautiful flat screen TVs. Beautiful. Liquid plasma or pixelated, whatever that you know, 3D almost. The, the picture is absolutely perfect, and they're huge. And these TVs now, you know, they're not incredibly expensive, right? They're we got four of them in the newsroom, and they're all on news channels. Now the problem is, I want to turn. Oops, I want to turn one of them to channel 11 so I can watch the uh, honeymooner slash Twilight Zone episode. And we can't because nobody can find the remote control. Oh, no problem, right? You just go up to the TV and change the channel. No, they don't have a dial anymore. <laughs> you just, they're, like, we're shot by our own gun. The, the technology is, like, you can't manually change the channel. There are a lot of little things like that. Like, um, do, who remembers the busy signal, right? If, if, like, we could use that again. We could use the busy signal. Now you interrupt anybody's phone call when you call them. Like, I'm on the phone. If we did not have the busy signal, we would have invented it, right? We would have invented the busy signal. Now you interrupt all the time. So, all right, the honeymooner uh, thing is in progress, and uh, what are you going to do? Hey, one of these days, I want to find out if uh, Donald Trump ever met Jackie Gleason. I bet there's a picture of them together. You know, I bet they're spent everybody. You know, somebody once said, oh, I remember, Corrine Jean-Pierre. She's that uh, hapless White House press secretary. She has actually gone around and publicly said that Donald Trump hates her. Donald Trump hates me because I'm a black gay immigrant woman. She says it on every talk. I'm a black gay immigrant woman, and Donald Trump hates that. Said, you know what? That doesn't sound like Donald Trump at all. I just totally wrong. Number one, he doesn't know who she is, right? This issue. Well, now he does, but this is even before she became White House press secretary. I'm a black gay immigrant woman. Well, that's beautiful, but um, it's kind of irrelevant at the same time. I remember, so I looked it up. I just on a hunch, a wild hunch. Let me see if I can find Donald Trump socializing with a black gay immigrant woman. And I found about 50 of them. Okay, let's see. Martina Navratilova. They're at this event. They're at the U.S. Open. They're at that event. Now, granted, she's not black. All right, so like, well, okay, well, let's see that. Then I went a little bit deeper, and then I found Andre Leon Talley. Remember that guy? He used to wear the great big blankets for clothes, and sometimes it was stylish. He's a black gay immigrant man, right? Oh, I found out, though, he's actually, even though he has a British accent, he's from North Carolina. So I've got going and going and going. And the clo- I think I found one. Naomi Campbell. Donald Trump and Naomi Campbell in 1990. 
Now, Naomi Campbell, I believe, is from the U.K. I know she's black, and I'm pretty sure she's, well, she might not be gay. She's definitely bisexual. Is that is that close enough for you, Karine Jean-Pierre? Everywhere she goes, she talks about her gender and her orientation. I mean, everywhere, from the from the White House podium, she has announced, I am a black gay immigrant woman. And then uh, around Gay Pride Month, she forgot about the black part, forgot about the immigrant part. It was just about being a gay woman. And almost like she was looking for, you know, putting it out there. You know what I mean? Putting it out there that if anybody's down to get down, I'm, you know, I don't know. I just, it was a little bit too much on the orient, a lot too much on the orientation. Anyway, I would like to hear from Donald Trump right now. He put out an official um, Thanksgiving message. You know those videos? Uh, let's go ahead and listen to that, please. I want to wish everyone a very happy Thanksgiving. Today, as we gather with our loved ones, we give thanks to Almighty God for His many blessings, including our families, our friends, our neighbors, and this extraordinary country that we all call home. We also send our deep gratitude to all of the patriots serving our nation in uniform this Thanksgiving including the members of the U.S. Armed Forces, the heroes of Border Patrol and law enforcement and ICE and everybody that works so hard to preserve our system and our country and working to defend our southern border and our police and first responders in communities all across America. This is a difficult time for our country, but do not lose heart or lose hope. Because by the time we celebrate next Thanksgiving, our nation will be well on its way to being stronger, safer, more prosperous, and greater than ever before. Once again, happy Thanksgiving, and God bless you all. Talk about presidential, right? That's totally presidential. Now, Joe Biden, do we have a message from him on this Thanksgiving? He must have said something. Um, Let me put out a tweet. This Thanksgiving, as Jill and I reflect on our nation's many blessings, we are thankful for our brave service members and the first responders who put so much on the line to keep us safe today and every day. The end, period. Lame. Lame. Well, we just we just saw a leader and then we just a, a tweeter. A leader, Donald Trump, and a tweeter, Joe Biden. His press office tweeted something. Well... The, the message that I just put out from President Trump isn't the one that's getting the most attention, at least from the fake news. Now, he put us something on Truth Social, and everybody's complaining, oh, this is so unpresidential, this is so terrible, he's deranged, how could he say something like this? And in normal times, you know, like 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, like, okay, this might be a little bit out there, but right now, this is totally apt. I would even say spot on. You ready? This is his official message on the Truth Social from Trump. Happy Thanksgiving to all, including the racist and incompetent Attorney General of New York State, Letitia Peekaboo James, who has let murder and violent crime flourish and business flee, all caps, a lot of caps here and quotation marks. And by the way, it's totally accurate. It's totally right. Somebody needs to say it. And I'll tell you why these caps and the quotes are good in a second. The radical left Trump-hating judge, a psycho, Arthur Engeron, who criminally defrauded the state of New York and me by purposely valuing my assets at a tiny fraction of what they are really worth in order to convict me of fraud 
before even a trial or seeing any proof and used his politically biased and corrupt campaign finance violator, Chief Clerk Allison Greenfield, to sit by his side on the bench and tell him what to do. (laughs) Now, one of the reasons why I love this so much is he was told specifically to stop talking about his clerk. Chief Clerk Allison Greenfield, and he writes it right out. He writes it, puts it in the thing to his 50 million followers. The other thing that people don't understand, like why, okay, it's capitalized, it's in quotation marks, it's up and down. You wouldn't really write an email like this. But the reason why it works so well, the real secret to this, the real secret to the caps and the quotation marks, when you see it, you want to read it. Visually, it looks interesting. Visually, you think, Something's going on here. I'm going to have to read it. You may not even think that out loud, but subliminally, uh, you, you want to read it because it looks like an adventure, a visual adventure. If this were all in paragraph form, you'd be like, I can't read all that stuff. I just can't read all that stuff. I actually learned this from my wife. I was surprised that certain people weren't emailing me back. She's like, what do you, let me see your email. And it was long and boring. <laughs> It's like, you expect a response to this? Well, yeah, I mean, look at it. I covered all my bases. I was very courteous. She said, she writes, she like, okay, send this. And it was like six words. <laughs> okay. Actually, it was a little bit longer, but it was like a lot, lot shorter. And it worked 10 seconds later. At 10 minutes later, I got a response from the guy. Anyway, uh, I know what Donald Trump is doing here, and it works. All right, so he mentions the chief clerk, Allison Greenfield, Exactly what the judge has ordered him not to do. Screw you, judge. That's me, not him. Uh, uh, tell him what. Crooked Joe Biden has weaponized his Justice Department or Department of Injustice, excuse me, against his political opponent and allowed our country to go to hell, all caps, H-E-L-L, and all the other radical left lunatics, communists, fascists, Marxists, Democrats, and rhinos who were seriously looking to destroy our country. Have no fear, however, we will win. The presidential election of 2024 and uh, beyond. I, actually, there's one more line there that I don't have. Isn't that great? I just think it's, he's not exaggerating. The country has gone to hell. Go into a grocery store. Go into a the, the drugstore. Try to get a tube of toothpaste. Look at shoplifting. It's been legalized. Look at the pot. Look at the drugs. Look at people dying. We have a death rate. What do you call it? The mortality rate. Uh, the life expectancy in America is going down. You, that, that is like the, the key feature of a society in decline, total decline. You can't have that. It's, it's just, it, it bodes so ominously. We're in big trouble. Anyway, enough from me for the time being. Uh, hello, Sandra. Oh, hello, Greg. I was going to ask you if you would mind today if I could talk a little longer with you, because I love to talk to you. Is that okay? I have three things I wanted to talk about, but I'll make it. Sandra, you know what? No exceptions, all right? got to say your point. We're moving on. You can't say a (laughs) – I'd like to talk a little bit longer. Sandra, I think you've got to get yourself a podcast because I heard something about no, you. I heard something about I like, you. Excuse me, Sandra. I thought you were my special friend, but you call into all these radio shows all the time. You are my most special friend. You call Dick Morris all the time, right? Yes, I love you. You were a little I, – I, I, I like him too. I like him too. But I'm a little okay. bit – all right? I'm a human being, so you can't take all the time you want. 
you got to say something, and I'm going to have to move on and wish you a happy Thanksgiving. I do love you, but I, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I, I can be a little, uh, whatever. What's up? Okay, the other day I spoke to you about, you know, a journalist. They rely on journalists. I don't remember that, that conversation. So what? tell me about today. Tell me about right now. Okay. So the person that I spoke about, you wanted his name and you wanted to know I where I don't remember I, the conversation. So you had three points. you got to get to another one so I don't have to think back. What's going on right now? You know... Greg, I wanted to share important things here with you, and you're not Sandra, 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 please. You can't, please, please, come on. I love you, but you got to give me, you can't go back days and days and days. And you probably could have okay, said so, all three, what? So currently, I'm in the gym. There and you I want go. to speak to you. So I go into a meeting room, and I see this book. I go, ooh, Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass. I open it up. And I, it, I opened it to the fourth chapter, and I see someone underline this, and I started to read it. It said, very, and this is, this is the person, Frederick Douglass, writing this. He writes, very soon after I went to live with Mr. and Mrs. Auld, she very kindly commenced to teach me the ABCs. After I learned this, she assisted me to learning to spell words of three or four letters, just at this point of my progress, All right. Mr. Auld, uh, what happens next? Just in your own words. Mr. Auld, well, Mr. Auld finds out, and he said to his wife, you cannot do this. You cannot teach. I don't like to use certain words like slaves or whatever, but, you know, he was reprimanding her that you can't teach this person because uh, then they're not going to be useful to us anymore. I thought so. I'm going to read this whole book. I I'm am so happy you got to tackle that whole book. I will tell you this: I don't know nearly enough about Frederick Douglass, but whenever I hear something about him or something he said, I am totally impressed and blown away. Uh, that man, and he was good friends with Abe Lincoln. What's the name of the book? Okay, the name of the book is called Narrative of the Life of Frederick Douglass. Thank you, Sandra. Hey, just some book lying around in the gym. You never know what you're going to what you're going to find. Gre- Thank you, Sandra. Happy Thanksgiving. Greg in Vernon, New Jersey. Hi, Greg. Uh I just wanted to say happy Thanksgiving to you and and your staff, the guys who answered the telephone. These are all really nice guys there. Everybody on the station really is is just, you know, a super in my eyes. How do you know that? Well, I you're right, but I mean, how do you know that? You're 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 right, but I mean, you talk to you talk to Rich on the phone. Who else do you, do you know? Anybody here? Uh, well, no, I don't know anybody's names. But, you know, I mean, I know you know the host names, but look, I, you, know, I, you know what? By the way, the people behind the scenes are fabulous as well. I'm just curious, like you're very intuitive to pick up on all that stuff. Um, so what's up? Five years in sales, I can read people well, without even looking at them. To you know, to a point. But I, I also just wanted to say, I think the pendulum is definitely swinging the other way. All the indictments against this Mayor Adams, who's nothing but a thief and a liar. You know, that maybe that'll open the door to other prosecution of other Democratic uh, politicians and, uh, you know, who happen to be black. And if I can make another point. Wait, 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 wait. who happen to be black? What difference does that have to make with that? I mean, well, it I, mean it, 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 I mean, Joe Biden is, is white. He's the number one guy I'm looking to go down. I mean, that like you know, happened. You want to go after the black politicians, not the white Democrats. The the black Democrats, not the white Democrats. 
They're all rats, by the way, no matter what their, uh, what, what their skin color. Maybe you're getting into what, uh, Chris, um, I'm sorry, Curtis, I'm sorry to say, the, his, his, his complexion is his protection. And for Adams, that has been the case, but it's, uh, it's about to expire. All right. There, remember, there are good people and dirty people of all races, colors, creeds. I know you know that, Greg, and I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. You know what I'm thankful for? James uh, James Woods. James Woods, the actor, possibly the best tweeter in the world. What a force for good. So entertaining, so informative, so interesting. Uh, you know, Jamal Bowman, our nut job congressman from the Bronx, who pulled a fire alarm. He pulled a fire alarm uh, so he could stop the voting. Anybody in the world, any kid would get expelled from school. He's in absolutely no trouble, um, you know, no censuring. They're still giving that George Santos guy a hard time because he lied about, I don't know, what college he went to or how well he did in college or something like that. Who cares? Uh, this guy's an absolute this, – this puts people's lives at risk. And, um, I mean, you know that you, you learn that like in four, when you're four years old, a false alarm, if you pull the fire alarm, Hey, where's the dog show going on right now? There's a great big dog show. I don't think it's the Westminster dog show, but it's really cool. The best looking dogs in the world. They're all on channel four right now. And, um, unfortunately we're stuck on channel four and we're stuck on CNN and we're stuck on New York one and we're stuck on MSNBC because we don't have any remote controls to change the channel to the honeymooners, uh, marathon that's in progress right now on channel 11. Um, Hey, more people are getting accused of all kinds of stuff. Axel Rose from guns and roses. Uh, he's being accused of sexual assault going all the way back to 1989 I mean, this is insane. This is insane. However, with Eric Adams, again, he was a big champion of this, um, you know, support the accusers no matter how long ago. And uh, the Christine Blasey, oh, statement after statement from him. He even, I got him saying, believe women. Believe women. Why? Why? You believe evidence. You don't just believe women. You, whatever happened to that? What? It's 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 gone. Possibly forever. We need President Trump back. Hey, so the terrorism, we all thought it was terrorism on that uh, bridge yesterday near Canada. Uh, Hochul, I thought that they were a little bit too aggressive in saying it was not terrorism. Let's see here. Cut one, please. Cut one. I want to be very, very clear to Americans and New Yorkers. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist attack. Let me repeat that. At this time, there is no indication of a terrorist-involved attack here at the Rainbow Bridge in Western New York. Well, when she said that, it kind of reminded me of uh, the Benghazi situation, which they told us was not terrorism. It was a little bit too much. uh, I think it was too early. Now, it may not have been terrorism. They say it was some guy on his way to a KISS concert. He wanted to go see KISS. And um, he just rammed the – it was a Bentley, by the way. And it blew up very strange, really, really weird. May not have been terrorism, but that does not mean we're out of the woods. Um, and New York remains a big target. But don't worry. Uh, the deputy commissioner from the NYPD, not the commissioner, by the way. We don't know who that is or where he is. Nobody seems to know. Um, 
I actually still don't know his name. <laughs> do you? Ava, do you know who the commissioner is? Honestly. No, nobody does. It used to be, I remember there was a rule at New York One. You never ID'd. You never put down the name of the commissioner. You never put down the name of the commissioner. You never put down the name of the mayor because it was redundant because these guys were so everywhere. Everybody knew who they were. Nobody knows who this is. And instead, Rebecca Weiner is calling the shots. Deputy Commissioner of Intelligence, listen to this. Do you feel reassured? Uh, cut five. Extremist and terrorist organizations across the spectrum making statements, generalized calls to action, online rhetoric, real vitriolic rhetoric, some bias incidents, hate crimes. Eh? She really sounds like a. she's taking a bunch of kids to the zoo and they're in fourth grade. And this is our guardian against terrorism. 